Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to Make Money Behave. I'm your hostess, Maria Casillas, and I am so glad that you have tuned into today's episode. Listen, today's gonna be a little bit more on the serious side than oftentimes it is, and it's just because this is something that's been weighing on my mind for a long time, and I found somebody who kind of stated some of the stuff that I've been wanting to say, and so I'm just gonna read today. I don't typically do that either, uh, but it's so well-written that it's just not anything that I think that I would be able to say any better. And I have recognized that if uh, it's not broken, why fix it? And also, if someone can do it better, let them do it. (laughs) Don't try to one-up them. So I am not going to try to one-up C.S. Lewis today. But I am going to give you a little bit of a a quick background as to why this is important to me. Now, if you are listening to this at the time of recording, which is the very end of May 2020, there is just so much unrest going on in the United States and in the world all over. a lot of times things don't really, um, they don't really hit you until they are like right in your backyard. And there's just so much going on in our backyard, if you will, uh, of the United States of America, that it's just, it can't go without being at least addressed a little bit, at least talked about. So I just wanted to come to you today and talk a little bit about fear. And I know I've been talking about fear in different ways, uh, shapes and forms over the last few weeks. But today, I just want to talk about how it sucks. Living in fear sucks. And I'm not just talking about what's going on right now. I mean, there fear of just about anything. And right now what's going on obviously is we're at we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Although you wouldn't know that right now because uh tensions are so high based on just some senseless, horrible, horrific killings that have taken place as well as rioting in the streets and protests and just it's a constant state of unrest right now and I have so many friends who are afraid for their children. I have people who are afraid to speak out. Uh, There are people who are afraid of leaving their house because of the whole coronavirus thing and there's just all of this fear around death and unrest and just the unknown and for me, it's been one of those difficult things that I haven't really had a, an opportunity to say well, that for me, I don't, I just, I have a hard time with the idea of avoiding death at all costs to the point where we can't live anymore. And and so that's, it's something that um, has been weighing on my mind. And I just, again, I haven't found the right way to say it. So the other day I came across an excerpt written by C.S. Lewis in his writings, Mere Christianity. And if you wouldn't mind, I'm just going to share with you that excerpt today to give you an opportunity to understand that this was written a long time ago before any of these things, these events were going on. And it's just so pertinent and so applicable to what's going on today that I can't help but think that every generation has had their thing that they've had to deal with. And this, this, um, these unrest, these uncertain times, whatever you want to call them, it might be our uncertainty to deal with. And I, I just, I love how he addresses it here. So without further ado, let me read this excerpt to you from uh, Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. In one way, we think a great deal too much of the atomic bomb. How are we to live in an atomic age? I am tempted to reply, 
Why, as you would have lived in the 16th century when the plague visited London almost every year, or as you would have lived in an almost in the Viking Age, excuse me, when raiders from Scandinavia might land and cut your throat at night, or indeed as you are already living in an age of cancer, an age of syphilis, an age of paralysis, an age of air raids, an age of railway accidents, an age of motor accidents. In other words, do not let us begin by exaggerating the novelty of our situation. Believe me, dear sir or madam, you and all whom you love were already sentenced to death before the atomic bomb was invented, and quite a high percentage of us were going to die in an unpleasant way. We had indeed one very great advantage over our ancestors, anesthetics, but we have that still. It is perfectly ridiculous to go about whimpering and drawing long faces because the scientists have added one more chance of painful and premature death to a world which already bristled with such chances and in which death itself was not a chance at all, but a certainty. This is the first point to be made, and the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. If we are all going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible and human things. Praying, working, teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting to our friends over a pint and a game of darts. Not huddled together like frightened sheep and thinking about bombs. They may break our bodies. A microbe could do that. But they, may, they need not dominate our minds. C.S. Lewis. So there you have it. If we are going to die, let me, let me say that again. When, when we are going to die, when we die, we're all going to die. And I love how this says, you don't know when the day or the hour is, right? I mean, that's really what it's saying is that we know not when or how we are going to die. We just know that we will. And so rather than cowering in fear of thinking that we do know the cause or, or avoiding it at all costs, let's make sure we're living, doing the things that bring us joy, that bring us life, that fill us, those life-giving, joyful-producing things that fill our souls. And do those and do them well. And if we can continue to do those things, then... When we die, we will have lived a good life. Now, I know that was a little bit heavy, pretty pretty heavy for what I usually do on the Make Money Behave podcast, uh, but I want to I wanna just like pull it out a little bit and, and not be quite so heavy and just talk a little bit about how on earth can we apply this to what we're, what we're usually talking about, which is our money and our circumstances. Well, a lot of times we, we behave with our money based in fear as well. You know, we just like gather up as much as we can, like storing our nuts away for winter. And then, uh, you know, we never really take the time or the opportunity to live with, with the money that we have. And so I just want to make sure that you understand that you, you're, you're going to die, right? And I know this is a real pick-me-up, isn't it? Uh, but, but when you do, you can either die with piles and piles of cash that you, uh, you know, misered up throughout your entire life and be absolutely miserable or you can just blow through all of your money and enjoy every moment of life without any regard to your future self uh, and probably end up being, you know, miserable later because you can only keep up with that so long. Or you can find a healthy balance, right? 
there is absolutely a way to do both to put a little bit aside for your future self and still be able to live for today so that you are not found in the corner cowering like they like uh, C.S. Lewis mentioned uh, waiting for your your definite doom but instead you're actually enjoying some life and I know it can be difficult to do that because when you're in the thick of it it's like how do I how do I take that step back and actually look at the whole picture and figure out how to do that. I'm kind of, you know, I might need a little bit of help with that. Yeah, you're not alone. Lots of people need help with that. And that's what I do. So if that's something that I can help you with, let's figure that out together. Go to chatwithmc.com, get on my calendar. And you know what? A coach can really help you with with all of that. So uh, I look forward to chatting with you on that phone call. Again, that address is chatwithmc.com. And let's get together so we can get your balanced plan up and running. All right, you guys, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you so, so much for sticking in there with such a heavy topic. I look forward to uh, tuning in with you next time. And until then, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.